Today, we've got Emily Edgar, educator and pro makeup artist from New York City, who's moved back to Springfield. We're keeping her. We're not giving her back. Sorry, New York. She's a mother of two beautiful girls, Delphine and Margot, and she met her husband, Julian, in Paris, so the whole family's turned French, and they're fabulous. And she's the author of The Bride's Guide to Beauty, an online masterclass intended for brides coming soon, going to be released in January 2022. So we are here with her. This is going to be a two-part series. First is all about skincare, the basis of makeup, and then she's going to come back to tell us about makeup routines for busy moms. Yeah, which, I mean, if you're doing your makeup at a stoplight, this episode could be for you. It could be for you. And her hot take, aging isn't bad. That's what she says. Let's hear it. So at the very end, if you stay, you're going to hear an awesome segment called Dream Routine, where (laughs) Emily takes us step-by-step through her actual skincare routine when she goes to bed and makes it sound pretty dreamy. And we only ask a few questions. Just all the questions. We just were like, how do we get your face on our face? (laughs) Put your face on our face. It's not weird if you make it weird. If you don't make it weird, it's not weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. Welcome to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand. We're trying to figure out how to do the working mom thing while turning all the lemons into lemonade. I'm Katie Day, a graphic designer and marketing director, mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, an interior designer, a video producer, and a mom of two. Welcome back to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Lemonade Stand. Stand. Today we have got such a treat for you guys. Emily Edgar, educator and pro makeup artist, is here today to talk about skincare and makeup routines for busy moms who are aging. And hot take, aging isn't bad. Aging isn't bad. That's what she said, literally. But we'll see. Aging is great. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, you're right. Skincare and the skin is basically the base to everything. But before we get there, your comment about aging. Aging Uh, is wonderful. Oh, I love you. Why? Why, Emily? (laughs) Why? I understand. Our bodies start to break down. We don't feel great all the time. (laughs) We can't just jump out of bed without things like popping and creaking. (laughs) But it's great because we have have had so many experiences. And I feel like aging is just a really positive thing because not everybody is allowed to do it. Oh, we sorry. We hit we hit a bell anytime someone makes an awesome point. Yeah, it's like when an angel gets its wings, <laughs> yes. but it's like little life nuggets. It's when I'm inspired, <laughs> an angel gets its wings simultaneously. We have sound effects this sound. season. It's awesome. We don't. It was your phone. Oh. It, was it was my <laughs> computer. It was my computer. Oh, shame. I'll level with you. It was my computer. Oh my my phone is silenced, or an angel got its wings. I don't know. Jury's <laughs> out. Okay, so aging. So I'm gonna the idea, Emily. He's a friend in real life. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, most of our guests are because we like our friends. That's why they're our friends, right? And they're all geniuses. They're genius. <laughs> only friends with geniuses. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but I actually did, like, uh, Emily asked me for some interior design questions. And then I was like, how about I just come over and help you with interior design? And then I bring my makeup bag from Clinique that I've had since I was 16. And you... <laughs> Uh, help me with my face because uh, I don't know skin anything and I don't know makeup anything and I feel like I should start trying because I'm 34 now. I'm not a spring chicken and I wanted some info. And so I will say I wasn't involved in that, but I saw you like the day after and I literally did a double take. Do you remember? What? And I was like, I go, what is happening? She gave me You're this like glowing oil foundation that I'm still using um, that... I don't have it on today, so don't judge. But 
Anyway, it like makes me like it's one of the it's like that shiny like I was yes. used to getting Clinique Clinique. powder and I want no shine anywhere on my face. I'm going to cover it with cleaning powder. I'm going to do the one eyeliner. Anytime Clinique says they're about to like rid the system of something, I'm like, no, I need to buy four. Stock up. Because I've <laughs> never used anything but this since I literally was 14. So, you know, 20 years. And uh, anyway, it does. And I remember being like, my neck, I've seen some wrinkles in my neck and I know they're going to get worse. And your answer was just like, yeah, you know, it's heredity. It's like you probably can't do anything really about it you can like moisturize it and take care of your skin and like help improve it but it's like your neck probably just kind of does that Correct. your mom's neck grandmother's neck everyone's neck in your family the same reason I have like tiny wrists or whatever yeah. and it actually was it I don't know like I appreciated that answer and the whole thing just jazzed me up I learned so much information so I was like, we gotta, we gotta have her come do this to us. Oh my gosh! So does she just need to do my face here? <laughs> maybe just came from the no. gym. Maybe, maybe. Katie's ready. Katie's no, ready. No, no, no. Talk, talk to us about skin. Talk to our busy moms. Tell us yes. where to begin. That is such a good point that you said, Shaylee, about just how things have, tend to happen naturally and uh, your genetics and what has happened in your line. <laughs> What is happening? Lineage. Lineage. <laughs> yes, right? You know, a lot of that, there's a lot that factors into what's happening on your skin. So it's your genetics, it's what happened whenever you were younger, you know, how you took care of your skin whenever you were young. A lot of us aren't thinking whenever we're 7 or 10 or 15 to, like, throw on the sunscreen. Um, but there is a lot that you can do as well once you get older. And so it's not necessarily so much about combating the process of aging, right? I am much of a, I'm, my position is that everybody should embrace aging. But at the same time, if you don't want anything to do with aging and you want all of the filler and all of the Botox and all of the things, that also is awesome. Mm. I think the true definition of beauty has to be defined by each person. And that is really important because that gives you a starting point. You know, everyone has things that they're not crazy about themselves, like, you know, qualities that they're not crazy about. Everyone does, you know, people tend to do a lot of self-help work and things like that. So it's very similar in skincare and makeup. You know, you don't like the melasma that you've gotten because of your, you know, pregnancy you cover that up if you feel uncomfortable with it, right? Or you try and get rid of it if you feel uncomfortable about it. Ooh, so you're saying everyone's target is different. Everyone is different. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That makes, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So you got to like define, that. you really have to define what your definition of beauty is. You know, like what effort do you want to put into it? What's important to you? You know, and then you can kind of work from there. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. So busy moms, I think the best place to start is always going to be skincare because you could have all the makeup that is sold on the market, which is millions of products. (laughs) You could have all of it. You could wear all of it once. If your skin is not as great as it could be, it's the makeup will never look beautiful on top of it. So the key is skincare. Ooh, it's that's almost a, like if you're gonna build a house, the foundation. Foundation. That's the oh. same color as the ground. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, I heard a hairstylist once say, was talking about a ponytail, and she goes, "If your hair doesn't look good down, it's not gonna look good in a ponytail either. If your hair is nasty and greasy and needs to be washed, it's not gonna make like a chic ponytail." And I was like, "Oh, I only <laughs> wear ponytails when my hair is nasty and needs to be washed." 
which could be why my ponytails are never fantastic. That is so true. It's Same. very true. It's like the base and the foundation of everything. And, you know, to really have great skincare, we can all re- reverse time for like 20 plus years and find ourselves whenever we're like 13 to 15, when we're, you know, becoming aware of how we look. And if you're of our generation, uh-huh. you're probably outside with the tanning oil. Sunning. <laughs> in the sun, yeah. Baby oil on your skin, sunning in your hair. Exactly. <laughs> We've all done it. I did it. But I think because I, one of my first jobs in the beauty industry was actually working at the clinic counter at our local mall. That's circle. why I like you. Yeah. And so I think because their focus was so intense on skincare, that became very relevant in my life. And so I started wearing sunscreen at a really young age. And mm. I think that that is the one thing. Is that why you look the way you do? You're so pretty. The sunscreen did that to her cheekbones. Oh, <laughs> totally. totally. <laughs> Just wow. plumped them right up. That was good that was sunscreen. Good sunscreen. It's really important to have some sort of sunscreen in your regimen. Mm, that's good. And okay. that was one thing you told me. And I was like, so I need to wear this then. And you go, every day. Every day. And then I go, oh, okay. okay. And you're like, every, every day. And you go, if you were, if you only do one thing and you skip the washing and skip the the serums and skip the every, like sunscreen is number one important. It is this. Okay, and I've been pretty good about doing it. But it's, and I need clarity. Pretend that you're talking to like a child who just moved here from outer space, which is my experience with skincare. Sure. <laughs> um, it's not like the old, you know, sunscreen you see on the shelves near like the swimsuits it's, it's like, like face sunscreen better than that like correct yes so you don't i would not necessarily go for something that is like a body sunscreen but also listen if that's all you have like there's no harm in throwing hawaiian tropics on right <laughs> <laughs> it's you smell good all year <laughs> it's kind better, of better than nothing i suppose exactly yeah. better than nothing the sunscreens that are formulated for the face tend to be a little bit lighter, so they're easier to wear uh, with sun- with makeup. Break down the difference between chemical and barrier or whatever, because wow. that blew my mind. <laughs> so there's two different types of sunscreen, and I will just go ahead and preface this with the fact that I am not an esthetician. I know skincare relevant to makeup, okay. right? So I'm, you know... I don't know all of the things, but with sunscreen, there are two different types. There's chemical and there's physical, and there are a lot of pros and cons for each of them. Um, The physical sunscreen tends to have zinc in it, which is heavy and always tends to have a white cast. It's what makes the sunscreen white. Exactly. So if your sunscreen's white, it's probably the barrier. And it takes a long time to rub in and all of that. It will probably be the physical sunscreen. Physical. Physical. I keep making up. What did I call it? Barrier. Barrier, And then... I just keep sticking with it. Like if I say it enough times, it'll stick. But your skin barrier is very important and we can talk about that later. Okay. So physical and chemical, either one is fine. I tend to like the physical for the beach because it tends to have a much stronger um, protective quality to it. Like barrier? Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You're going to make it happen. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Whereas the the chemical can be a type of sunscreen that is... um, just rubbed in easily into your skin, right? It's like clear, almost like an oil, um, like, yeah, light. It comes in all textures, so it's not necess- it doesn't have to be an oil versus a cream or anything like that, but it will just be lighter, and the chemical sunscreens tend to be what is mixed into, like, your moisturizers or anything else. Makeup, that kind of thing. Yeah, so basically at its very base level, your physical is going to be the thick, heavy, white stuff. And, you know, if you have a darker complexion, you know, if you've got deeper skin tones, that is not always ideal because it leaves a white cast, mm-hmm. right? 
So if you've got fair skin, you just throw it on and it's like not as big of a deal. There is some great sunscreen out there that is physical that will blend in really well. So it's ideal for deeper skin tones if they don't want to have to wait for that sunscreen mm-hmm. to really soak in. Okay. Because it's so important for everyone, so important for everyone and all skin tones to wear sunscreen. Okay. Not just light. Right. You know, deeper skin tones need to be wearing okay. sunscreen also. Yeah. That's what I was always like. I tan really easy. Yeah. People get that cocky. Means like my I've body got, can handle it. Yeah. I've got super light hair I'm fair skinned so I need sunscreen but you're saying doesn't matter doesn't yeah, literally doesn't yeah. matter exactly so that's do you that. have like a go-to favorite sunscreen I do so if you have really deep pockets Uh-oh. there is a oh I thought you were talking about like pores and I was like <laughs> like how do you know if you have deep pockets <laughs> I got it I already know I don't deep <laughs> with the medium. okay the spendy give us the spendy sunscreen exactly spendy spendy is going to be Tatcha. Oh, wow. Ooh, send us links to all this and we'll put it in the show notes for people. Perfect. I will definitely. And then, because you don't, that's the other thing is it's not like you sell a certain type of anything or are loyal, loyal to anything. So I was like, you'll level with me. Exactly. Yes. So I am not loyal to any one brand, but definitely Tatcha is like really great. I would never, I love this industry and I would never spend the money for that sunscreen, but it the texture is delightful. Okay. And it's got very good sunscreen um, ingredients in it. Ooh. How yes. much money are we talking here? Yeah, what are we? $72. How I long does that last you? I'm not going to ask you this um, on every product. I just want to kind of get a bottle. I mean, I feel like it lasted me over the summer, at least, and I okay. will wear it every day. I probably don't put on as much as you should because you really should be putting on a lot. Okay. Um, but you know, that's the expensive one. Another one that I like that's a bit more affordable is Super Goop. And I love using Ooh. their city serum. Ooh, I like the name. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but Super Goop is just a brand of all sunscreens and they've got so many different formulations now. So if you are more oily and you want something that's going to be a bit drier in texture, they've got something great for that. They've awesome. got powder. They've, they just have everything. Another thing that you said that I thought was a really great takeaway is I was talking like, Clean beauty is kind of a hot, a hot topic, you know, like a hot go-to right now is like ordering like clean beauty, like I've lip gloss that's clean and like, you know, whatever. It's kind of like getting natural, you know, grazed chicken or whatever at Mm -hmm. at the store. Um, And one thing, which I'll let you break it down, but you were like, clean beauty stuff is awesome. However, if you're not eating an all organic diet of things you're actually ingesting into your body... Like, that's probably mm. the least of your worries. Like, if you want to do, like, all organic 100%, then, like, go for it, spend the money. But if you're, like, eating Doritos and then you order, like, three times more expensive, like, clean beauty that's for so something true. that's topical, yeah. you're like, I don't know, you're probably fine. Yeah. And that was such a good, well-rounded thought where it's like, you can try to do better. We all want to, like, do better. Mm-hmm. But it was like, maybe start with like organic, like dirty, dirty strawberries before. <laughs> if you won't spend the extra dollar for organic strawberries, like the dirtiest fruit, then your whatever you're putting on top of your skin is probably fine. Yeah. That's so true. And I mean, I think that with clean beauty, first and foremost, we need to understand that the beauty industry is huge and they make a lot of money. So there is a lot of marketing that goes on. Right. So much marketing. And a lot of the claims that are out there, even with the big brands that are doing like checked mark green, you can be sure that this is a safe, clean brand to have. You know, if you go into a big box beauty shop and see a certain brand, like these are all of our green brands that we 
carry and sell here. Rhymes with Mephora. Correct. Okay. You know, it's all kind of a marketing thing. So there are definitely brands out there that are super natural, really clean. Those products um, don't always... They, you cannot guarantee that they're always better for you. So much of the clean beauty industry is marketing because the brands know that this is an interest for people and so they obviously are going to utilize that in their marketing scheme. Not everything that is natural or organic is quality for the skin. You know, essential oils are organic, right? But they can still really throw your skin for a tailspin. You know, they are not always great for your skin. Mm -hmm. um, fragrance could be an essential oil, which is still going to irritate the skin if you have some sensitivity towards that. So just because it's a chemical and it's made in the lab doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. And then also to the point that you were speaking on, there are a lot of other things that you can do that would really impact your overall health along with cleaning up your beauty and skincare routines. You know, if you aren't focusing on uh, organic and clean, healthy eating. There are a lot of other places to maybe focus your interest first or along with focusing on clean beauty. If you're not drinking water. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Drink some water and eat a carrot and then order the clean beauty. Uh. And I mean, honestly, so much health for your skin really does come from the inside also. So like right. what you're ingesting and mm. how you're taking care of your body you know, alcoholics will have the effect of their alcoholism mm -hmm. on their skin. So it really does make an, an effect on yeah. the outside. The inside out. Inside yeah. out. What matters on the inside. Okay, so screen, the sunscreen, got it. What else is a must for busy moms in the skincare? Cleanser. I think if there's going to be two things you need to do, it's definitely sunscreen. And you definitely need to wash your face every day before you go to bed. Take your eye makeup off. Do not use a wipe. Don't use the wipe. Oh, what do you use? You Pretend you're talking to an alien oh, baby. A washcloth. Yeah, washcloth. Okay. So you set yourself up right in front of your sink and you get like a little cloth situation. They have those actually really nice like four by four square cloths that you can utilize to just kind of clean up, like, up your skin. They're tiny mm -hmm. little mini washcloths. Oh, well those sound cute. I love those. Mm. And okay. I like to use a balm, and I think that as we age, the thing about aging too is like, yes, it's wonderful and beautiful, but the thing to connect your skincare to is the fact that your skin just changes. It's not that like aging is bad and you have wrinkles now, but it's your skin is changing, so what you used five years ago might not be what you, your skin needs oh, okay. now. All my powder that I used when I was an oily exactly. little 16-year-old. Mama doesn't need it 34. Yep. So there's a lot of things and changes that happen within your skin that would, you know, require you to shift up your skincare. So I think everyone tends to get less oily and less moisturized as you get older, right? Right. You're, everything kind of slows down in that regard. So it's nice to use a balm. And the balm is the cleanser. Yes. Okay. I think a cleansing balm is the best. Okay. Okay. Um, if you have really oily skin and you just can't stand the texture of a balm or something oily, then you can go with more of like a gel foaming cleanser. But those, to me, they feel like they strip the skin and I would like to keep as much moisture as possible. So I think a balm is great, especially because it will also break down the sunscreen because sunscreen can be notoriously hard to get off of the skin, especially if you're utilizing the physical sunscreen. That's good. Okay, so I'm an alien baby. Yep. And 
Totally. You're using I'm an the- alien, baby. It changes. <laughs> and, and you're going to use the sunscreen in the morning, obviously. And you're talking about this cleansing balm in the evening before bed. Yes. Do you also cleanse in the morning? It depends. I will actually, sometimes if I'm feeling like I need to, I will. But it is not as imperative to do it in the morning as it is to do it in the evening. Okay. Now, I don't feel quite as guilty if I happen to be really exhausted and don't take my makeup off in the evening because I don't live in a big city, so I'm not encountering quite as many, you know, petrochemicals in the air and whatever else might be there, impurities and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm not encountering quite as much of that. If you stay home and go walk your dog one time, you're like, I'm probably okay. Yeah, you could just like, whatever. Wash it with water in in that little washcloth situation. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's just nice to remove it at the end of the day because you've got all of that buildup from the morning to the evening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're washing your skin in the morning, you're just taking off like the sweat and the oil that has developed overnight. You know, you've not gone on any grand journey unless you're like a really hardcore sleepwalker. So if it's summer, (laughs) I mean, speak for yourself. So like if it's summertime and you like accidentally went to sleep in a sweatshirt and you like woke up in the middle of the night and were like, I gotta get this thing off my body sweaty. Yes. Then maybe wash your face in the morning. And the other thing that you explained to me that was really good was the eye moisturizer, like the under eye. I remember, Mm -hmm. I know that it's important because people say it's important, but you said that your skin doesn't produce oils there yes. or moisture like the rest of your face correct so if you want in our steps of importance sunscreen is like your main thing and then a good balm cleanser to clean up your skin at the end of the night obviously you're gonna have some sort of moisturizer probably because that's kind of the base thing that everybody has and then you're gonna move into eye cream I think all of us tend to get those fine lines and wrinkles around our eyes fastest because we have a lot less of the oil production and the oil glands in that area. The skin tends to be thinner and it's also less moisturized. So naturally it's going to dry out faster and therefore you get your wrinkling quicker. Okay. And, you're fine and that is at night? I like to do it both. Oh! oh. Yeah. Both eyes, both times? Yes. <laughs> Got it. Times four, guys. Times four. Wow. Four. I like to do one eye in the morning and one eye in the night. Exactly. Okay. Can you Switch hit me with a medium-priced eye cream? Yeah. Actually, that's another one of my big things right now, too, that I'm kind of going towards is that you don't need to spend a ton of money on your skincare routine. You sent Honestly, me very reasonably priced yeah. items. There's, I mean, listen, you could spend thousands of dollars on your skincare, but you don't have to. So I really love CeraVe's eye cream. Is that what I'm using? Is that the little tube thing? Yeah. It's a little tube. Link it. It's very rich. It doesn't have any sort of irritating ingredients. I have a very extreme allergy to hyaluronic acid, which I know. You do? Yes. (gasps) Which right now is in everything. Yes, it's in everything. Cheap ingredient to add. It is, um, it's another marketing thing. There's a lot of back and forth about it. It is going to be a hot button topic, oh, I believe, I think in the future. I'm glad because, you know, we're trying to go for more controversy this season. Oh, good. Yeah. So, we, I feel like we'll the world just say hyaluronic acid. Had, I don't know. The world hasn't had enough going on that's like <laughs> ruffling people's feathers. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And they're going to get it here. Hydrochloric. I don't even know how to say it. So hyaluronic acid uh. is like a <laughs> fancy ingredient that's very inexpensive to make. So people are putting it in everything. It's trendy right now. It is supposed to draw moisture from Mm. the environment into the skin. Mm -hmm. 
But if you are not using it in the appropriate way, if you, let's say you're in the desert and you right. don't have... I remember now. Right? We talked if about you it. you don't have the moisture in the air, it is taking it from your skin. Because so it's an, it's an equal opportunity sucker of moisture. Exactly. Oh, no. It just sucks it from whatever has it. And if your yes. skin has more than any other option, it just sucks it, the youth right out of your yes. face. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so here's the other mistake I made. Thanks for letting me like interrupt you through this process because totally. I'm just reliving our experience. Um, I ordered a three pack of a very popular uh, marketed, fancy, trendy place. Tell on Instagram. them by name because we want to try it. Where did I order it from? It's uh, the fancy. It's like hard to say because it's like okay, maybe fan- the fancy name. What is it? I don't know. I, think, I, I, I ordered skincare. I, I was censoring it, but now yes, Glossier. Oh, Glossier. Right, really, it's not fancy. Stop it. Yeah, that's right. You had all. I ordered a three pack because I ordered the one, and they were like, "Or you can get like the the best skincare pack on the market." And you were like, "Just since they package things in a three, doesn't mean that those three things work together, and that those three things work for your skin, or that you need it, or that you need all three. So it's like if I layer all these things, Mm -hmm. but sometimes the things either do the same thing. Sometimes the thing you need." one but not step four and that was like my brain was just like tell me what I need website and the website was like we need your money yes okay yeah and that's the thing like I am very much into the world of you don't need to spend a ton of money and you also don't need to do everything because right now the market is flush like this is a billion dollar industry the market is flush with product for you to buy Mm -hmm. which is we live in the size society we live in so that's how it is But um, you just want to focus on the things that work best for your skin and that you need. So I have been pulling back and just really focusing on certain and specific things rather than getting all amped up about new launches and yada yada. Yes, I like that. Okay, number one, two, and three. Yes, the third one was eye cream. Yes, very important. And then I feel like the last thing that if you have it in you to do... Price-wise, time-wise, is going to be some sort of exfoliant. So Mm. right now, the world has shifted into kind of like physical versus chemical exfoliants, right? So physical exfoliants are the ones that we all grew up with. Um, Uh, Let's say that they were rubbing them with sugar scrub kernels. (laughs) Yeah. crunched up and like your face was bright red after you used it. Yeah, them. my entire high school. <laughs> yeah. Neutrogena wipes that just burn. Yep, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So physical uh, exfoliants are the ones that you can actually feel, right? Okay. Scrubs and things of that nature. Great for the body because you got tougher skin on the body than you do on the face. Hmm. Um, they will probably be a little aggressive for if you're a bit older and have less oil in your skin or if you're a little bit more irritated, your know, skin kind of reacts. Um, chemical exfoliants are actually, even though the term is scary, they're a lot more gentle on the skin. Hmm. So those can range between AHAs and BHAs or mixtures of both. There are thousands out there right now. My recommendation is always to start less is more because what can happen if you utilize too many exfoliants is that you can break down your skin barrier and so there's nothing protecting she said barrier i i was i I made that up (laughs) i love that so there's nothing protecting and keeping that moisture and your lipids inside of your skin because it's broken oh right 
And so what you want to avoid is getting to that place because it is very hard to rebuild the skin barrier. Oh so if you go and you get like a medical peel where your face is all red and blotchy, are those bad or just only if you don't do them too many times? I mean, they're not necessarily bad. You know, if you're going to a skilled technician that has really taken the time to like learn about your skin and mm -hmm. how it is. Um, and knows their craft very well, definitely not a problem. Okay. They will advise you how many times to go, what the intensity should be, all of that. <laughs> Just don't watch a YouTube video, make your own, Correct. and go for it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, or, you know, don't use, make sure the products that you're utilizing, make sure that your moisturizer and the cream serum that you're using at night and the serum you're using in the morning doesn't all contain these physical uh, chemical exfoliants because uh, that will overload your skin. Because everyone's mm. peeling. I used a chemical exfoliant for the first time because I have very sensitive skin yeah uh, which is part of the reason why I've used the same makeup my entire life uh, but it Mara recommended it and mm -hmm. it was a chemical peel which made me so frightened but she had used it and I remember using it and you would have thought I was like putting gasoline on my face I was like only gonna use a little bit like you couldn't feel that's anything good. it didn't burn it didn't irritate my skin at all and that's what I did too before everyone was like you're glowing yeah which I, I was also eating better vegetables and drinking more water. So who's to say if it was my makeup, the exfoliant, what I was eating, maybe well, all of the above. I want to clarify what you said just so it's not uh, misconfused. Yes. You, you were acting like it was gasoline because you, I did you not were nervous. Put, I did not put gasoline on my face. No, 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 just that it didn't end up being like that at all. No, it was it great. And, and I felt, and then I've done it twice now and I put more on the next time and it was a scary thing in my mind. Which but what you're describing is I would have always thought a yeah, physical much, one was yeah. less scary than a chemical one. Yeah, yeah which Do you remember sense. the brand of that one? Um, I'll link it. You got it. At, I got it at Target. Okay. Nice. It's like $19. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it says chemical peel. It probably is a chemical exfoliant, which is utilizing some sort of mixture of AHAs and BHAs. Yeah. It was just like a clear little serum that was very light. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good that you go into those things with some sort of like wariness because really if you overload it, you'll break your skin barrier and then you'll have crazy inflammation and then you have a whole new issue that you have to fix you know, before you can even target what you were targeting before. Mm. Yeah. Ah. So it can be a real thing. But I think also, you know, if I were going to spend my money anywhere, it would be in that world. Um, and additionally, to add in retinols, they're not exactly, they're definitely not the same thing as your uh, chemical exfoliants. They're not AHAs and BHAs. It's a retinoid. Um, retinol way back in the day was utilized to treat acne. And oh, okay. Proactive? Yeah, kind of, no, not no. that. Okay. Proactive was a lot of salicylic acid, which is a okay. whole nother... Okay. I used it once. It didn't go well. No, it's not a great thing to use. Okay. Um, but retinoids are... They can now be purchased over the counter, um, but they are very extreme for the skin. So, like, you don't need to be 25 and using this. And, okay. like, I've even, be recommend, I've even been recommended, maybe this is not ideal for you to utilize right now because you don't really have a huge need for it. But, what does it do? So it's basically going to be a more intense experience of what the chemical exfoliants would do. So it kind of just sloughs off all of the dried skin cells, all of the skin cells that are um, on their way to death, basically, with the cell turnover, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, it takes them all off. And so basically, you know, depending upon the level of retinol that you utilize and what kind, your skin can flake and all of that good stuff. So Mine does flake every time I've used anything with retinol. Yes. 
It's like Which it's connected. Mean, yeah, and it could mean, though, that just the percentage of retinol that you're utilizing is too high. And that's something you just want to, like, work into slowly. I don't think that, you know, for me, this the term, your skin is purging, like, it, that doesn't make sense. If your skin is ever acting like it's purging something, whatever you're using is, like, really freaking your skin out and you should, like, pull back. Okay. You know, so I think retinol is great, but you definitely want to utilize it in a, in the same way. I would not be using uh, chemical exfoliants and retinol together. It would be too much for your skin. Um, you know so much. You're basically <laughs> a hot scientist. Hot That's scientist nice. who's like, that. I'm not a scientist. And we're like, but you are compared You're to me. You're saying a lot of letters. Okay, um, so it, how yes. often can we do this chemical exfoliant? So I would go into it really slowly. If your skin is not used to it and you've never done anything like that before, once a week to start is plenty. Once a week at night. And it'll say, it'll say on the whatever degree it is, like what it's recommended or I'm sure different things are different. Yes. I would just be wary and be more, way more reserved than what the directions say. Mm. Because marketing. More isn't always better. Because marketing. Well, and here's the other thing. So I feel like every time I tried something new and it didn't go well, I threw in the towel and just reverted back to like, I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I've done forever. Mm -hmm. But the way that you've explained everything, it's very trial and error to where it's maybe not like chemical peel bad yeah. but it's hey that mixture that brand that amount I or maybe I use too much but you have to like trial and error to see what does and what doesn't work for you and it's yes. not a one-size-fit-all yes these things like you've got to really figure out what works for you and your skin type there's not a one-size-fits-all prescription or problem-solving situation for anybody okay um, you definitely want to really do your research about what the product is and what kind of skin care it's good for. Find someone that's trusted, not somebody that's just selling, you know, products because that's the sponsor for their, you know, post or whatever. Um, and I really think that going towards beauty editors is a great way to gain information. This leads into question time. Yeah. Which you kind of half answered. Let's say someone lives in a small town. Yes. Or someone doesn't have a friend who's a beauty expert <laughs> who needs something from them. Um, what, other than just like Googling or watching YouTube or watching people that probably are being paid for it. So you said beauty editor, but what are the options for someone who doesn't have access or deep pockets to yeah. like hire a one-on-one consultation to find a plan that's specific to them? You know, it will take a little bit of extra time. Because you're going to want to really like sit and understand your own skin before you go out there and just buy products that someone tells you. So it is the harder work, you know, that you have to put in to kind of understand how your skin reacts. If you use a gel cleanser, how does your skin feel like that after, after you utilize it? You know, what does it feel like after you've used that specific cleanser for a week or two weeks? And then kind of make decisions from there. You know, mm-hmm. do little tweaks one at a time, give it two or three weeks to settle and see how your skin reacts. Also... Finding really good and reputable sources online. So not everyone online is bad or misinformed, but you really want to find specific people who are knowledgeable and not just shilling to, who, like I said, whoever's sponsoring their post or whatever. Yeah. Um, there are a handful of them that I like. I don't know if you want me to. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Sure. There's one woman who I think is really awesome. They're, I have a little bit of a stronger personality. And of course, these two people have like really in your face situations. But 
They're both very <laughs> smart. Let's hear from Okay, okay. So the first one is Caroline Hirons. Okay. H-I-R-O-N-S. And she is based out of Britain, I believe. She is more mature and she has so much knowledge about the skincare industry. Okay. Um, and she calls it as it is. She has some sponsored things online, but I also really trust her in the sense that she won't accept sponsorships from people that she, like brands that she doesn't truly believe in. Okay. And she will take, she can take you through all of the aspects of skincare. She's got a book out that's really great. Um, so she's very knowledgeable. And then... I think it, the website is called beautypedia.com, okay. and that is by a, I think she's an esthetician or a chemical esthetician. She's a, um, her name is Paula Bagone, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and she's very in-depth, and she kind of has like a rating system on her hmm. platform, on her website, that will rate all the products and kind of tell you different varieties of like, is this good for this type of skin? You know, and it will look at ingredients because the important aspect to all of these products is the ingredient list. Yeah. And it's something that people have like totally forgotten. Well, that's so my next question would be like if I say like I wear Clinique, my skincare Clinique, my mascara Clinique, my powder Clinique, like take any brand. But is there's I probably know the answer to this, but there's probably no one brand that does everything the best. There's probably one thing that each brand does maybe better or as good as everyone else. Like this one's really good for mascara. This one's really good for like a brow brush. This one's really good for exfoliant. This one's really good. So it's almost picking, picking and choosing, but probably not being loyal to only one brand. Correct. Yes. I mean, between skincare and makeup, there's not one brand that I utilize exclusively um, I mean, if someone wants to like sponsor me, <laughs> sure. There's a price. I'll get on that brand. There's a price. And only if I believe in the product. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> okay, but in all seriousness, yeah, I don't use any one particular thing. I think that for some skincare brands, there is a collection of products that might work best together. But I don't think that you necessarily have to like be loyal to one exclusive brand. It makes it easier because you could just go in and one swoop at the clinic counter and grab everything. Yeah. But it's not necessarily utilizing your best, your money at its best, in a oh. sense. Okay. I like that. So I think that there really are certain brands out there that are doing things better than others. You know, it kind of just is a pick your own adventure type of thing. Yeah. That's okay. Sweet. So, man, I have so many questions, but we got to like write it in. I know. Um, was there any other on the skincare list? I'm almost like, maybe we need to do another a part two of makeup. Maybe we need to. Okay. A good choice. We are going to act like we didn't talk about makeup, but we did. It was all a tease for our next one on but makeup. But wait, was there any more on the skincare? We yes, got to four. skincare. We got to I four. I think that those are some really great basics. Okay. You know, if you want to develop things a little bit, you can add in serums, you know, vitamin C serums for brightness. But honestly, if you can just, I think starting less is more is better you're so much more likely to start implementing one product rather than the 10 that you have if you're not washing your face at all and leaving your mascara on to sleep let's focus on getting your makeup off at night putting the sunscreen on in the morning exfoliants a good balm and under eye Mm. right 100 percent. yeah and then once you've been doing that for six months we'll talk about vitamin c yeah totally like start small that way it's not this overwhelming project that you can't get into because you've got 10 things you know like I'm a busy mom too and there are nights that I don't want to wash my face and I can't drag myself to the sink 
And so I'm not going to lie and say I've never used a face wipe. I actually will utilize my children's baby wipes. <laughs> I've, done oh. that too. I've done that before too on vacation. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, better than nothing. On vacation, oh, yeah. sometimes I do a Walmart pickup and get, I just like go all downhill and Those water use wipes whatever. Those man. man. Water yeah. wipes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's oh, yeah. what I need. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I understand that, like, it's hard to implement all of these things. That's why I think it's best just to start with the most important thing and start at the very base level. You know, if you're more advanced and have a good routine in place already, then start looking into retinols or some sort of really great oil serum for evening. You know, something to add a little bit of moisture whenever. I like to put the heavy-duty things on at night because then it's like my hair's not going to get stuck in it and, like, I'm not going to look. It won't matter if I look super shiny. Right. You know, daytime, you might not want to walk around like an oil slick, although that is my preferred aesthetic. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it's working because we're like looking at like the ba- like the light bounce off mm, of you. And it's we're like, a disco ball? No, you're just no, in a good way. A in the best way. In the supple way. I love it. <laughs> supple is the word I'd use. Like supple it. barrier. Um, okay. <laughs> yes, I love that. And then this is tangently related. Do you sleep on your back with all this stuff on your face? No. Do you okay. just go for it on the pillow? I go for it on the pillow. I'm just like smushed in, but... I will also let, you know, I like to use, I actually, for my nighttime routine, use a really thick, heavy uh, moisturizer and then an oil on top of it. Uh, I kind of like to do that because it seals everything in. So I am shiny and oily whenever I go to bed. And I will let it sit in before I, like, get really comfy. You know, I spend some time reading before I go to bed. So. I have bangs, you know, so it's just inevitable that they will get gross because of but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I prefer to have to wash my bangs more often than like, yeah, know, age and change your face yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I agree. <laughs> Washing bangs is easier than surgery. Exactly. <laughs> That's but, great. Call. You know, all that to say, like, you've really got to pick and choose and decide what's important to you. You know, like. You might not have the funds or the time to put into something like this, and that's fine. Like, you don't have to have a skincare routine to be beautiful, you know? So, you're going to age no matter what. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Thanks, Gravity. Yeah. This episode has been brought to you by Gravity. (laughs) And your breakdown of your... Not when you're you're a space baby. (laughs) We're going to put you through um, this segment called... um, Hang on, I'm coming up. With I'm coming okay. up. I don't have a name, but I know improv. I know what it is. Baby, bated breath. Hang on. Now here's my issue, and I need you to solve it for me. Routine dream. Right. Okay. I don't care about skincare. I mean, like, I, it's like I, I force it. I force it. I don't like. I'm not excited. So when I hear people who are like, oh, and then I just like take a moment and have my skincare routine. I'm like, go on. I want to love it. Mm-hmm. So here's what my challenge is to you right now. I want you to describe your skincare mm. nighttime routine okay but i want you to really like lean into it sell it sell it to me as if it is just like a euphoric experience for you okay go ahead no pressure but like my skin is made or breaked by how much you convince me right now go on <laughs> wonderful where well, i'm just gonna start this by saying you close the door and lock it Ooh. okay step one which i feel like is the Hashtag goal epitome of like all mother's existence. Yeah, the kids are on the outside of the door when you lock. Yes, <laughs> okay, got it. Do not, do not lock yourself in the bathroom with the children. Right. They must not be there. I already have questions. Are okay. the kids still awake at this hour? Do you I don't s- know. It's whoever else's problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. She's home alone and she's still locking that bathroom door. <laughs> Even exactly. better. She doesn't want the mailman wandering in. Okay. <laughs> Love it. So just A, carve out some space privately for yourself, right? Okay. Because we all need just like a mental break. 
Um, and then grab yourself your nice little like washcloth. It could be made of organic cotton. <gasps> I have ones that are like soft on one side and a little bit more scrubby on the other. And because I use this like Luke's thick balm to remove my makeup, I like to use the scrubby side so it can really get in there and like mm. break up and dissolve all of the junk that is on my face. I have a question. Yes. Before you begin this, do you like light a candle, play any music? Oh, definitely. She plays Enya. <laughs> Just Enya? Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'll light a little like pumpkin candle since mm. it's fall. Um, put some music on, maybe a podcast. It might be about murder. Oh, <laughs> you know, whatever relaxes you. Nothing like removing that makeup while talking about a murder. Truly. Okay, go on. Basically, do whatever is going to serve you very mm-hmm. well. And then get that balm on your face. So okay. you want it everywhere, circular motions with that little washcloth so that it'll really break everything down. Plus, you're getting a very gentle and mild exfoliant at the same time because of the texture of your little washcloth. A physical exfoliant. Yes, exactly. You Look at you. Look at you. Love it. She was valedictorian. I made really good grades. Of course she, she really, She really was, though. I'm not surprised. I will wash off the balm, make sure my skin is nice and, and fresh and clean with all the residue off. And then I will not fully dry my skin. I like it to be just a little damp. Okay. Right? You're sealing that in. Exactly. <gasps> but I also find I utilize my like chemical exfoliant is one from, I believe it's Sunday Riley, and it's called Good Jeans. It's expensive, but I that is something I will spend the money on because okay. it's very effective. And so I will rub that into my skin with it still a little bit damp. Okay. I'll let that settle. And then I break out the big guns and I use Walita Skin Food over the top. Oh, I have that. It's so good. Wait, I got it because it was your favorite thing because you brought it to the shower. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of my most favorite things. It's great for your skin. If you're a little bit dry, if you're super oily, you might not love it. But I always like to have it on hand in case my skin kind of freaks out or has a reaction to something because it just... It feels very soothing. So I'll like put it on if I have used something that my skin did not like, you know, because then it'll like really calm it down. Oh, nice. It's like a comfort blanket for a toddler. Exactly. I gave it to a friend who had an issue, had an enzyme peel and like the person did way too much and she was like, it was stinging and burning. And so I told her to get that so that at least she could kind of start repairing her skin barrier a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, so you do the exfoliant and then the um, what, and then skin the food, whatever it's called. So that's yes. that's moisturizer in your opinion. Because I have it and yes. I'm like, I don't know what this is. It feels really, really good. So really quickly, we're going to interrupt. We're, we're totally derailing our thing. That's Say the order of things real quick. Like quick so you, rapid fire. As a general rule, you would want to do thinnest to thickest. Sunscreen is always first. So of course, there's no absolutes in life, right? Things are always changing. So... What I like to do is my Walita is thicker than my oil, but I still put my oil on at the end because I want it to seal in the product, right? I feel like when I put the oil on directly, it doesn't penetrate my skin because it's just sitting on top of the skin, Hmm. you know? So if I put the moisturizer on, I know that my skin will suck that up and then it will suck the oil up. So it's like uh, spraying a hose on a damp ground. Yes. The water disappears instead of just spraying it on dust. Exactly. I didn't right. know that was true. And also, but she I'm kept a space saying, baby. <laughs> I'm a space baby. She kept saying sunscreens first, but you don't put sunscreen on at night. I clarified that. That makes sense. Correct. That makes sense. 
Unless you're sleeping in uh, Iceland and it, the sun is all the time and you're outside. Yeah, and you're sleeping in front of a big window. You know, then sunscreen at night. Correct. Baby. Yes, so sunscreen always first, and then you kind of work thinnest to thickest. Sunscreen, okay. eye cream, and then thinnest to thickest. So if you have a serum, put that on. If you have a light oil, put that on. And then you can go in with your moisturizer and whatever else. <sighs> okay, do you want to wash your, your face now? Are you, like, into it now? What's your oil? We um, missed oil earlier. I kind of pop around. There is one by Kiehl's that's really good called Midnight Recovery. I think it's Midnight Recovery Oil. Um, we're both, uh, <laughs> we're typing in show notes here. Love it. We'll have you send us links to some of the yeah, stuff maybe. Oh my gosh, that sounds magic. Okay, so really like in it kind of like it feels good, it smells good, it's yes. quiet and or podcasting. Now I'm going to go read. Yeah. Now I'm going to go read. So you just have to like, soaks in. I just have to shift it in my brain from like another chore to yes. like a me treat. time. Exactly. It's you yeah. time. It's kind of like a reset of the day. You're like. If you think about it, you're kind of washing off all of whatever you experienced during the day. You're like taking it off and letting it go. It's, you know, do a Ritual. little like mind- mindfulness meditation. Watch <sighs> it, you know, swirl around the drain and just leave. You know? Wow. Yeah. Wash off the day, watch it swirl around the drain and leave. Yeah. I mean, love with your regrets. It's also a habit. So like there's all kinds of great habit books that you can read. <gasps> yes. <Ooh>. Yes. <laughs> We're in a book club where we're doing a habit book. Spoiler. Right. So oh, that's so exciting. It's just a habit to add in. You know, everyone, you brush true. your teeth at night. So, like, it's just a thing to add in. So, again, 1%. Start small. Just wash your face. Start small. Just add in your sunscreen. It's yes. like these little things Get a little, little bit better. So, if your kids are screaming in the back of your minivan right now while you're in car lane, which Emily's about to be late to... Then just remember, don't get overwhelmed. Just start washing Correct. your face at night. And if you're already washing your face, start wearing sunscreen every day. Yes. And if you're doing all those things, maybe we'll start Googling all the fancy stuff. Yes. Well, wear your sunscreen first and then Sunscreen wash your first, face. then wash your face. Correct. But don't put on the sunscreen and then wash your face because then it'll just wash the sunscreen off, especially at Accurate. night because yes. you Correct. don't need it at night. Correct. Thank God you're here, Shaylee. I know. Guys, just <laughs> and most sun, importantly. sunscreen only when the sun is out. You know what? That, that makes it easier. That clears it up. That does, it's one last thing at night. I tell you that much. Okay. Well, thank you so much. That was amazing information. Um, I now have a new goal to work toward, Great. and dare I say, a new treat yeah, to look forward exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. And the Carve next some time out in the evening for yourself. Carve, Carve it out. Uh, and next time you see us, we're gonna be so hot. We're gonna be just like you won't be able to look or be oil slick. <laughs> you won't even be able to see us because the sunscreen will be so thick with that barrier. Exactly. Now I'm picturing because she really is out of time and has to go, so she's gonna have to come back and do she's makeup. Have to come back. Um, yes. I'm picturing like several weeks past. We're gonna be so hot. <laughs> We're just we do it all wrong. Like she goes back and she's like, "Oh no, what oh, have you done? No, our our, our faces are inflamed. <laughs> we look older. We have super dark oh makeup all over." Oh, well, thank you so much for coming. Of course, it was such a pleasure. I love you guys. Yay. I love you too. Love you too. Bye, I didn't want to say it first. <laughs> You know, from, the sun on my planet, we have a day sun and a night sun, so... Wow. I know, so... Because I'm an alien, baby! I <laughs> <laughs> mean, my favorite joke we've ever uh, uh, ran to the ground. Thanks so much for listening to Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand. To find out more information, you can check us out on Instagram at Shaylee and Katie or on shayleeandkatie.com to find out show notes, links, and anything else we mentioned in the show.